To you, if you misuse it, abuse it, you got to lose it. Don't play no man, it's what you show, you got to live. I cry, yo. What I come finish for my eye, oh, oh. Brother, tell me what I go do, oh. Tell me, tell me what I go do, oh, oh. See me, I cry, Show me love. 
Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you. Thank you really for joining us uh, this Thursday, the 24th of February, 2022. Wally Bakar is my name. Great to know you're there uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Punch, The Guardian, The Nigerian Tribune. Those are some of the options available to us this morning. We'll go right ahead. Mention some of the headlines. Take a peep into them in a minute. You can join us live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Live. There's an avenue to be a part of the program this morning. Because uh, the law of the headlines are crawling with stories, many of them talking about the situation outside Nigeria, Ukraine, where Russia has announced military operation in the country. It's there on many of the dailies this morning. Uh, Russia's Putin announces military operation in Ukraine. You'll find it on the punch this morning. Babako, constitution amendment, outrage as National Assembly considers life pension for presiding officers. That's there. Strike continues. Asu insists as Ngige pleads with union. That is on the punch as well this morning. False scarcity persists as NNPC releases 387.6 million liters. That is there on the punch as well. Convention postponement. APC's sign of failure. There's according to the River State Governor, Aesom Wike, is there. Uh, on the punch as well this morning. Uh, gunmen abduct couple going to airport, kill two police escorts. Is also there. Residents, CSOs, protest internet fraud, insecurity in Ogun. Undo, you'll find both that on the punch this morning. Uh, Zamfara Assembly impeaches Deputy Speaker. Is there on the Nigerian Tribune uh, to look out for this uh, morning? Uh, there are some others uh, on the Tribune this morning uh, to look out for quite a number of them. Ten killed, scores maimed as two rival cultists clash in Oshu. Uh, that's uh, there uh, on the Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, morning. Our, three, our school principal operated three higher institutions, collected 3.88 million naira from admission seekers. Uh, that's another on the Nigerian Tribune. Uh, this uh, morning to look out for NEPC pegs non-oil exports as Nigerian economic survival line is another uh, there on the Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, morning. The Guardian this Thursday says how to restructure Nigeria by AFDB President Adeshino. You can check that out. At last, APC zones political offices silent on Buni's committee's status. Uh, that's there on The Guardian. Uh, this morning, FEC okays 58 billion naira contract for works, humanitarian affairs. Uh, Russia's Putin launches military operation in Ukraine. The Guardian as well, they've got that report. Constitution review splits Attorney General, Justice Minister's office. Uh, that you will find on The Guardian as well. NNPC releases distribution details of 387.5 million liters of petrol to solve scarcity. Uh, that is there on The Guardian to look out for uh, this uh, morning. The Premium Times, uh, they've also got the report of the release by the NNPC as well as uh, the update from Ukraine there on the Premium Times. But there are other stories uh, to look out for. Malibu, UK court begins airing of Nigeria's $1.7 billion suit against JP Morgan. Uh, that's there. Uh, there's also constitution amendment, reps, panel, backtracks, recommends immunity for Senate President, Speaker, CJN. Uh, there to look out for 
uh, this uh, morning. Rep summon minister over refusal to defend 2022 amended appropriation act. Uh, that is another there. Uh, Buhari may sign reworked electoral bill on Friday. Sources there to look out for. Uh, Morocco 2022. Super Falcons beat Cote d'Ivoire to Nations Cup ticket. Uh, that is on the Premium Times uh, this uh, morning to look out for as well. The Pampushi newspaper says after 28 year interregnum, Ijabuibo town gets new Orimolusi. That's there. There's also Arikpo journalist estate saga. Rushaway journalist leadership broke a peace between monarch residents. Ogun State Judicial Commission to donate police post. There's another there to look out for. Alaki of Egbaland holds private meeting with Oba of Benin. Also there on the Pampishi newspapers this morning to look out for. We'll take a pause. When we return, we'll take a peep into some of these headlines. Don't go anywhere. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Great to know you're there uh, this uh, morning as we take a look at some of the headlines that we've mentioned already. Uh, let me very quickly uh, mention uh, from outside Nigeria, uh, one of the uh, biggest stories uh, globally at the moment, or arguably the biggest story uh, globally at the moment. Uh, Russia's Putin launches military operation in Ukraine. Is there on many of the dailies uh, to look out for? Russian President Vladimir Putin announced a military operation in Ukraine on Thursday with explosions hurt soon after across the country and its foreign minister warning a full-scale invasion was underway. Weeks of intense diplomacy and the imposition of Western sanctions on Russia failed to deter Putin who had massed between 150,000 and 200,000 troops along the borders of Ukraine. In his words, um, uh, 
I have made a decision of a military operation, Putin said in a surprise television announcement that triggered immediate condemnation from U.S. President Joe Biden and sent global financial markets into turmoil. Shortly after the announcement, explosions were heard in Ukraine's capital, Kiev, and several other cities. According to AFP correspondents, Putin called on Ukrainian soldiers to lay down their arms and justify the operation by claiming the government was overseeing a genocide in the east of the country. The Kremlin had earlier said rebel leaders in eastern Ukraine had asked Moscow for military help against Kiev. The extent of Thursday's attacks was not immediately clear, but Ukraine Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba said the worst-case scenario was playing out. Well, um, because um, for those of you who uh, you know, follow a lot of um, international politics and some of the things that go on in other parts of the world, uh, you'd um, have an idea, pretty much an idea of uh, what the conversations have been surrounding the possible invasion of Ukraine uh, by Russia. Because uh, many of have said, uh, the likes of the US, uh, some others have, have um, alleged uh, that Russia had always had plans of invading and in fact they were looking at um you know uh, framing up some scenario to serve as pretext uh, for the invasion uh the, the situation in eastern ukraine in luhansk because uh was that perfect um decoy uh, that just as some have put it and now uh, russia is talking about uh doing some peacekeeping job in eastern Ukraine, uh, saying that the rebels there have called for military help. Well, um, I just really hope that um, everyone turns out safe uh, in uh, Ukraine. Uh, since uh, the rebel uh, fighting uh, in eastern Ukraine has started, I think um, about 14,000 lives have been lost, according to some statistics. So uh, you can just imagine uh, the danger that a lot of Ukrainians and uh, other nationals that are in Ukraine are in. Uh, with this current situation. Uh, quite a number of countries have announced sanctions. Uh, quite a number of them uh, want Russia to desist from whatever it is they plan to do, or whatever it is they're doing. Uh, but it just appears like whatever sanctions have been named or whatever has been said by the West, especially because of the, uh, the U.S. as well, uh, not many of it is getting to Vladimir Putin. Russia's Putin launches military operation in Ukraine. Is there... Uh, on the Guardian, the Punch as well, uh, with the report uh, to look out for. Russia's Putin announces military operation in Ukraine. Uh, is another uh, there uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Uh, quite a number of the dailies, I'm sure, uh, you know, had to quickly put that late on uh, in their plans for this morning uh, because uh, it was still not clear what the situation was uh, well into evening yesterday. But uh, we now have an idea of what's going on uh, in that country. Uh, arts and thoughts and prayers are with them. Hopefully this doesn't uh, turn out uh, to another uh, full-scale or full-blown war uh, at the end of the day. Uh, so a lot of um, lot of foreign diplomats have had things to say about the situation. Uh, Mr. Darryl Falani is on the program with me uh, this uh, morning. And um, let's just take a moment to talk about this uh, just before we get into other local stories. Good morning, sir. Great to have you in the studio with us. Uh, good morning. Good morning, um, I don't know whether you're surprised, but I've heard some people on the social media say they're not entirely surprised uh, that Russia, as uh, that Mr. Putin, has finally declared military operations against Ukraine. Yeah, uh, no surprise at all because he's been wanting to do this for some time. Mm. And, you know, and uh, 
is having these imperialist tendencies, maybe because of oil and other mineral resources in the eastern part. So, uh, you know, it's, the guy is still KGB, you know, <laughs> if, you can, if you can say that. And uh, um, for long, you know, there's been other, these other um, Russian blocks, all these other, so he's, he's always had this uh, interest. And uh, he said it time and, time and again that he will not stop to recognize all those other breakaway uh, as Russian, Russian property, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just really, uh, really it's unfortunate sad. because yeah. uh, if care is not taken, that could spark the Third World War. World mm. War, you know. So please, we just want to call on international leaders and all the uh, people of. Uh, well-meaning people and citizens to do everything that would de-escalate the tension and uh, so that we don't go into full-scale war. Well, um, it's there this morning on quite a number of the dailies. Uh, we'll, of course, uh, bring you up to speed as our updates come in, uh, if possible, on this program, because our subsequent news bulletins uh, will definitely keep you up to speed as far as our updates are concerned. But uh, to our local issues now, Constitution Amendment, outrage. As National Assembly considers life pension for presiding officers is on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the um, Nigerian Tribune, uh, also, uh, they've got that um, story. Uh, but the, uh, the Premium Times says, Constitutional Amendment, Reps Panel, Backtracks, Recommends Immunity for Senate President, Speaker, CJN. Uh, that's there this morning. The House of Reps Committee on Constitutional Review has recommended immunity for heads of legislature and judiciary less than one month after it rejected the clause. The recommendation was contained in the report laid by the committee before the House plenary on Wednesday. The presentation of the report by its chairman and deputy speaker Idris Wase was witnessed by the first lady Aisha Bwari, who was admitted into the chamber alongside the Minister of Women Affairs, Pauline Talon, and other women. Although Mrs. Bari did not state the reason for coming to the chamber, the visit could be linked to the gender-related bills. The committee had stepped down the recommendation for immunity for the heads of legislature and judiciary contained in the bill during a meeting with its consultants. Uh, the bill, sponsored by Shegun Debumi, is titled An Act to Alter Section 308 of the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, 1999, to extend immunity to cover presiding officers of the legislative institutions. Mr. Debumi is the sponsor of the controversial National Broadcasting Commission Bill and the Nigerian Press Council Bill. He also chaired the committee that approved the suspension of Twitter by the federal government. Um, well, Quite a number of, uh, we know what the conversations were when they had meetings with the consultants. One or two of them opposed the move and then was stepped down. But uh, it's uh, been inserted there. Uh, 68 bills for consideration. Uh, that's um, a rider that comes uh, with that story uh, this uh, morning. Because there's been some reactions uh, that have trailed uh, this move. Is there on the punch uh, this uh, morning to look out for uh, the uh, you know, ask your lawmakers to reject it. CSO tells Nigerians that's Deputy Director Serap Kola Dari called on Nigerians to ask their various representatives at the National Assembly to kick against such provisions, adding that it was selfish of them to have considered such a provision in the first place. Um, the Executive Director of CISLAC, uh, that's uh, Awara Sajani, uh, also said the proposal, if passed, would further put a strain on the fragile economy of the country. According to him, public office holders have enjoyed more than enough from the lean public purse. He added that positions of leadership are meant for service and not uh, to amass wealth. Well, it goes on. Uh, the reactions there uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Premium Times says, Constitution Amendment, Reps Panel Backtracks, recommends immunity for Senate President, Speaker, uh, CJN, that's there. The Punch says, 
outrage as National Assembly considers life pension for presiding officers. Uh, those are, of course, some of the uh, things being considered in the Constitutional Amendment. Uh, we thank God for the civil society organizations uh, because they are the ones who are watching guard dogs of the democracy that we have now. If not for them, we don't know. So, so many things would have been, you know, sneaked in, you know, because they are the ones raising alarm now and the media should amplify this mm. because uh, this is the role of, of uh, the media, the fourth state of the realm and the civil societies to, to, to safeguard our democracy. Yeah. Immunity for what? Why do they need the immunity? Yeah, there are some advantages that it will confer because it will not allow them to be distracted. But they don't need it. You know, it's just for some time. And they, they are there to serve the people. It's and the interest of the people that should, you know, be, be, be uppermost in their mind. But the way it is, is their own in personal interest. That and when, when you hear CSOs say, um, you know, ask, uh, ask your representatives to reject it, uh, telling Nigerians that uh, once or twice I've asked a question on this program. I don't know whether I've asked you as regards the a relationship between the lawmakers and those that they claim or they are supposed to represent. How well, you know, do they factor in the feelings of their constituents? Do they even have an avenue to, uh, you know, gauge the thoughts or the opinions of their constituents? I think I, think I asked it's you, only, it came yeah, up at the It's time only when of, they uh, want the votes mm. that they come to see the constituents. But it shouldn't be like that. The constituents should be politically aware, you know. They should also raise issues. There are constituency offices there. They have constituency Almost offices all over. Yeah, so, but some people should go there and, you know, ask... You know, they should go there and ask questions. Is it your right for your representative to talk to you? So go there and ask questions. Ask questions what they are what they are proposing and how will that affect the common man? Mm. You know, how will that affect the, the the welfare of the common common man on the streets? Because there are quite a number of people uh, that find it uh, rather interesting that uh, this because uh, is uh, is uh, is one of the uh, major issues for the lawmakers considering uh, that they are quite a number of other things that Nigerians would really love to be attended to uh, in this um, electoral, I mean, in this um, constitutional review process. Well, uh, the Premium Times uh, points out that there are 68 bills uh, that are being considered uh, by uh, the National Assembly. Uh, the uh, First Lady, Aisha Bwari, was there alongside uh, some other uh, women, Pauline Talon and the likes. Uh, they were there to, uh, well, reportedly um, you know, so let's uh, give support uh, to uh, the gender-related bills, especially there's the, the issue of uh, creating more seats for women. Yeah, that's the first that. lady going to the uh, mm. National Assembly to, you know, sort of uh, show solidarity to the gender uh, bills. So our the constituents too should go to their uh, the, the, their representatives' offices offices to put pressure on them. But when and they are not there, then uh, well, there will be. Staff there now. They will have staff there. Some of them are short. Have you, have you seen some of these offices that that, that, that are almost always short? Oh, uh, well. They just be, come and paint them uh, we've not, you, and You've not escalated that to the public. <laughs> That's what they, that, some of the roles that the media should be playing, you know. Mm. If you see constituency offices that are short, escalate it that this person's constituency office is always short. So once you make it an issue, they will get people there so that they can get feedback from it. Although this, we need to be enlightening our people. You know, th- th- that culture has not uh, cutting down among our people, you know, of holding their representatives 
to you know to, to account, account. Mm. so we should we should be doing that well is there this morning on uh, many of the dailies uh, the talks about the um constitution amendment outrageous national assembly considers life pension for, pres- for presiding officers is there on the punch uh, this uh, morning uh, the nigerian tribune has got the report of the situation in zamfara finally uh, the deputy governor was impeached yesterday. It's been on the cards uh, for a while. They did set up a panel to investigate some allegations of gross misconduct, uh, financial impropriety, and a couple of others. Well, um, some would say we know what the situation is. The governor, of course, uh, defected from the PDP to the, the APC. APC. The deputy governor has since remained not, in the PDP. And that, you know, has led to some internal squabbles. Yeah. For assembly impeaches deputy governor. Uh, they've, um, in fact, they've sworn in, or the uh, the um, assembly has uh, confirmed uh, the appointment of um, a, cor- a seventh senator as the new deputy governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, this is the time that you see a lot of these things happening. It's ahead of a very critical election, and you don't understand why some of these things will be happening. But as uh, the Guardian says. NNPC releases distribution details of 387.5 million liters of petrol to solve scarcity. Uh, is there comes with the rider Duke Oil Orlando PLC insists imported fuel met specification. As the scarcity caused by withdrawal of methanol blended petrol into the country eases off, the NNPC has released details of how it distributed a total of 387.59 million liters of PMS in one week to bridge the gap. According to the NNPC, the petrol distributed to Nigerians through retail filling stations from February 14 to 20, 2022 represents an average daily distribution of 55.4 million liters. A breakdown of the NNPC weekly national evacuation report released yesterday showed that 80% of all the PMS took place at 20 high loading depots, while 20% took place at the other loading depots. NNPC said the top 20 high loading depots used uh, Pinnacle, Lekki, um, Nipco, and a lot of others. Well, um, they say uh, that uh, with the distribution, scarcity of petrol was arrested with queues drastically reduced at filling stations in Abuja, Lagos, and other major cities are selling outlets that had been shut for a week due to supply gap opened for operations um, last Sunday. Um, on the other hand, in the midst of the crisis, uh, the likes of Duke Oil and Orlando PLC yesterday, they did distance themselves from alleged importation of adulterated fuel into the country recently. Uh, the MD of Duke Oil, Lawal Shade, who appeared before the Mahmoud Gaya led House of Reps Committee on Petroleum Resources downstream, maintained that the fuel met required specifications. Shade explained that the fuel imported by his outfit was duly certified at both ports of loading and discharge by relevant authorities. Um, an official of Orlando, Afanga Afanga, also insisted his firm did not breach the law. Well, it's there on The Guardian this uh, morning. Two issues. Uh, the NPC is saying they've distributed. Uh, they, they talk why, about why, why bridging. Well, <laughs> we, we, we are I, still experiencing we, scarcity well, here. I've also heard that the, the situation is a lot more worse in Abelkta because of the activities of some individuals. In fact, I was just going home yesterday and there was a trace official, uh, the traffic police, who walked past me. And he came in, and as he was walking past me, he was lamenting, you know, under his breath. Uh, you know, he was saying, um, I, I was in, he was speaking in Europe, but saying I was in Lagos, I was in Ibadan, I'm coming from Shagamu. Uh, yeah, it's just about that situation that is worse. And saying it's the people and all of that. He was just talking to himself, and that, that, that showed the frustration. Mm-hmm. So there's the issue of individuals taking advantage of the situation, sabotaging, you know, people's peace of mind and all of that. But there's also the other issue of this um, company saying, well, uh, it was certified at both ports and all. Is it about certification or mm-hmm. whether the appropriate check was done? Because uh, if you watch the 
a DG of the Standards Organization of Nigeria speaking on, uh, was in Newsnight on channels the other day, saying they don't even have the tools to do some of these checks <laughs> that are required. So when you say that they were certified, what do we do? Maybe we just look at them and say, is he fool? <laughs> you know, no problem. Go ahead. It's very sad, you know, because these are normal standard operating procedures, mm. you know, that are not being followed. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's because nobody has been punished so far. When that thing happened, if somebody's head has been knocked, you know, by now, they will all be, the, the, the narratives will be different. But because nobody has been punished, so no deterrent, no lesson learned. So it will repeat itself. That's what it means. Well, um, uh, Mr. Tim Silva says it's not yet time to begin to give queries and all of that. Uh, of course, there's a big question as to when will it be time. But you don't understand why this government would want to avoid conversations about uh, punishing anybody, uh, considering the first thing Nigerians are saying is get the Minister of Petroleum out of this position. And you don't understand why oh, yeah. the Minister of State would want to avoid such conversations. But uh, NNPC releases distribution details of 387.5 million litres of petrol to solve scarcity. Uh, is there this morning on The Guardian, The Punch as well, uh, with a report. Quite a number of the dailies are talking about the uh, situation. Uh, the punch says, uh, for scarcity persists as NMPC releases 387.6 million litres. Uh, that's uh, there uh, to look out for uh, this uh, morning. We'll take a very quick pause. Uh, we'll return to check out some more stories. Remember, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Live. That's how you listen to us or watch us live, rather. Share the videos, drop your contributions. Uh, we'll be glad to hear from you. Uh, Twitter is another option to drop your contributions at FreshFM. We'll get to your thoughts in a moment. Please don't go anywhere. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Thursday on Fresh 107.9 FM. Wali Bakar is my name. It's a direful is on the program with me this morning. Uh, let's move on uh, very quickly. Uh, Nigerians, tired of irresponsible leaders, says Anglican primates in Dukuba. Uh, is there uh, this morning on The Guardian. Comes to the rider as church honors Zulum others at standing committee meeting. Use your numerical strength to enthrone good leadership. Wiki tells church. Now, primate of the Church of Nigeria Anglican Communion, the most reverend Erin Dukuba, said Nigerians are tired of leaders that are not responsible and that the church has deemed it necessary to honor those that have 
proved themselves worthy in serving their people. Ndukuba said that these are the ongoing standing committee meeting of the church at the St. Andrews Anglican Church, uh, Rumobi Okani, Port Harcourt, River State. At the event, the church honored the governor of Borno, Baba Gana Morizulum, with prestigious award for courageous and purposeful leadership in challenging times. It also gave awards to three other recipients. The primate said Zulum had distinguished himself in less than three years of becoming uh, Borno's um, governor. Well, uh, the governor of Rivers at the event charged the church to use its numerical strength to enthrone good political leaders in the country. A statement by the special assistant to the governor of media, Kelvin Ebiri, quoted Wicca as saying that the people rejoice when good people rule a nation. It says there are churches that claim tens of millions of registered members with branches everywhere, yet these numbers are not available in votes during crucial national elections. If the church doesn't like what is happening to Nigeria, the ravaging insecurity, the lack of meaningful development, mass poverty, unending economic pains and ordinary Nigerians, the recurring violent conflicts and recriminations, the violence on women and children, the discrimination, widespread social, economic and political injustices, and the general lack of hope and direction, then it must start to mobilize its members and Nigerians in general to join and actively participate in the political process to bring about the genuine and sustainable change that our country so urgently needs. That's, uh, those were the words of Governor Wiki there this morning. It uh, says, Nigerians tired of irresponsible leaders, say Anglican primate, uh, use your numerical strength to enthrone good leadership. We can tell church. That's a good one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because we've always said that we should field our best 11. The situation where some people are apathetic to the political process will not all go well for the development of our democracy and our country. Our best people should come out, you know, and it's good that the church is sensitizing people, sensitizing their members to the fact that the church, the mosque, and all the rest of this religious organization. People should participate and do it well, you know, just like uh, the, the holy book says. If you, if you look at the number of um, uh, the figures uh, that, uh, that, have, that have been released over time by INEC as far as this, uh, the current continual voter registration exercise is concerned, uh, then you'd get an understanding of what's going on. Not so many Nigerians are, you know, yeah, are very are interested pathetic. in this. Yeah. But then there's also the issue of those that have you know undergone the process as INEC said Even, you know do it online and all of that have you given them uh, um, my, my colleague Omaemi was just saying the other day that you know uh, INEC hasn't gotten back to her uh, so many months after she you know went to online and went to the office and all of that so there's that she should go back again there. she should go back again I'm sure that will be done you know I, but even on election day it will surprise you that some registered voters will not still go out so people should be uh, you know we should we should sacrifice you I mean, know more those hours in... yeah show more interest in the political process well as there this morning a nigerians tired of irresponsible leaders says anglican primate in dukuba are there this uh, morning use your numerical strength to enthrone good leadership wicked tells church uh is a report uh, you will find uh, on uh, the guardian this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Uh, there are some others there uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Uh, the Pempushing newspapers says, um, I, uh, okay, after 28 year interregnum, Ijebu Town gets new Orima Lucy is there uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Uh, when I was uh, young, I always knew that there was, uh, when I was a lot younger, sorry, I always knew that there was that position, but over the years, I've not heard of it. Well, the Jabugota Ogo State, which for 28 years had no traditional ruler on Wednesday, went to Gog as new monarch, Oba Lawrence Adebajo, 
was installed on the order and approval of the state government. Pembership reports that Governor Dakwabiono presented staff of office to the newly crowned Rimolisi of Ijebuigbo and enjoined him to be accessible, receptive and responsive to the yearnings of the Ijebuigbo people. The government equally urged the monarch to uh, continue to champion all efforts that will enhance peaceful coexistence with other royal fathers within Ijebuigbo and its environs in order to justify the mandate and trust reposed in him by the Ogo state government. Well, is there uh, this morning after 28 years in Teregnum, Ijebuigbo Town gets new Orimo Lucy uh, there uh, to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Alake of Egbaland Old's private meeting with Oba Benin is also there uh, on the Pempishin newspapers uh, to look out for. Well, the love the headlines uh, there this morning. Uh, just before we get to talk to you, uh, the of course, uh, some of the dailies just reporting uh, the meeting between uh, the striking lecturers and uh, the federal government. Uh, that meeting, of course, uh, went late, uh, went into late um, Tuesday. Uh, strike continues, Asu insists, as Ngige pleads with union, uh, is on the punch uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Uh, the uh, Minister of Labour and Employment, Chris Ngige, of course, appealed to the Asu to call off its four-week strike before the expiration date. Uh, according to him, uh, just as the Minister of Education claimed the other day, he also said that uh, the government were quite surprised uh, that Asu went on strike. Uh, for Asu, uh, they say that they will only call off their strike once their demands are met. The national president, Professor Emmanuel Shodaka, in an interview with The Punch, insisted that the union would not call off its strike if all its demands were not met. He said, we can call off the strike tomorrow. The federal government implements and meets all our demands. It is in their hands to meet all the demands, not in our hands. If they want it called off this week, next week, it is possible. If they should do what they are supposed to do and not all these empty promises that we are not sure they will implement. But if you call off the strike as usual, they will abandon everything. But he cautioned the union not to intimidate the Committee of Ministry of Education, saying if they did, their document will not fly. Um, straightforward threat from the minister, you'd say. In the interest of uh, peace and uh, our children, they should not, you know, this brink, brinkmanship will not help. You know, just sticking to your guns and sticking to your positions will not help. They should have a find a middle of the road uh, approach. And, you know, they should come up with creative solutions to this intractable problem. You know, for many years, they've always, there's always been the strike and everything. So even both ASU and government should sit down and come up with creative solutions to this problem. You know, it shows that maybe now the tuition shouldn't be free in some government schools. So they should sit down, work it out, work out scholarship for indigent students and find a way, you know, it's gone on for too long. Uh, I I was watching a TV program where one of the, uh, you know, commentators was saying that uh, he didn't like the idea of the strike, saying there's a lot more that has to be done other than just, you know, this industrial actions. But he pointed out something very interesting, uh, talking about state universities, especially where parents have to pay a lot of money, you know, to send their kids to those schools. And, you know, at the end of the day, once there's a strike action they join. Uh, declared by some school <laughs> that gets, I don't know how much, I know, I know, I know federal universities pay as low as 13,000, 18,000, mm-hmm. 24,000 there. About. So, and then there's some school that takes 280,000 from a student joining the strike. I know, and it's, it, just, it just appears not fair on the students and the parents. Apparently, well. yeah, it's not fair. That's not a fair deal for, for, the, for the students in state universities. But you know, the lecturers too, they have the same issues mm. across board. Then, you know, you can see some of the results 
through TED Fund. You know, some state universities, most state universities are enjoying this, even polytechnics. You know, the, what TED Fund is doing. That's the result, a product of the Yasu agitations over the years. But, you know, beyond that, let them sit down, come up with creative solutions so that it will not just be strike, 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 strike every time. Well, is there this morning? Um, strike continues. Asu insists, as Ingige pleads uh, with union, uh, the punt has got that story. Uh, gunmen abduct, couple going to airport, kill two police escorts. Uh, there's also residents, CSOs, protest internet fraud, insecurity in Ogun, Undo. Uh, that's there. Uh, a civil society organization, the Committee for Defense of Human Rights, Ogun State Chapter on Wednesday, state the protest over what it called incessant ritual killings and internet fraud by youths in the state. The CDHR, in collaboration with the Human Rights and Grassroots Development Society, called on concerned authorities to make efforts to address the increase in ritual killings and internet fraud in the state. The protesters were assembled at the Kuto Underbridge, moved round some areas of Abokta and later marched to the governor's office in the Okemos area of the capital city. The protesters carried placards with various inscriptions such as kidnapping is a crime, stop it now, security is our right, internet fraud destroys our pride, and shun ritual killings, protect human rights and prioritize security in Nigeria. The CGHR stated that ritual killing, kidnapping, internet fraud, drug abuse, and other social vices were crimes against humanity. The group condemned the increase in social menaces in the state and urged the government to rise to the occasion. Uh, you can find the rest of it is there uh, this morning to look out for residents, CSOs, protest, internet fraud, insecurity in Ogun, Ondo. Uh, there this morning to look out for. Uh, you don't understand why this, this is happening at this time. There's just been um, a lot of cases uh, that have been reported uh, across uh, here in Ogun State and across some other parts of uh, the country. Uh, the Guardian has got the story of the Super Falcons uh, getting the ticket for the uh, Africa Women Cup of Nations. Uh, it's there this uh, morning at the Premium Times as well. So Super Falcons beat Cote d'Ivoire to Nations mm-hmm. Cup ticket uh, there uh, to look out for. The Falcons had uh, defeated the Ivorians 2-0 at home. Uh, the game away because uh, um, the Falcons also beating their variants and um, the game finishing 3-0 in aggregate. One zero it was uh, in uh, Cote d'Ivoire uh, yesterday. That's uh, a good one. Mm. Uh, we just hope our Super Eagles will replicate this. Come back. <laughs> I'm scared of that game. I'm scared. I, 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 nobody loves a World Cup without the Super Eagles. Uh, yeah. so you don't understand mm-hmm. why. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. Let's talk to you this morning. The numbers are 815 Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. There's also zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Those are the numbers to call to talk to us via this uh, morning. We're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live is an option for you. You can use Twitter as well at Fresh FM at on Twitter. Uh, that's uh, the other avenue for you. Uh, to talk to us this morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Okay. Oh, I think we lost that. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Yes, sir. I'm Kaiti from Abekuja. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mr. Derry. God bless you, sir. Uh, for me, on Ukraine and Russia, uh, this will always happen. We are the most powerful ones, like uh, Russia, we always want to flaunt power and authority. To either probably relocate, trying to uh, search for their lost uh, God's given resources in such several parts of the world, or excuse of genocide being played out in those areas like Ukraine. But then, 
I think uh, just like you have said this morning, uh, third world is about bringing up, but we don't probably pray for that. Then on those principals officers, let me tell them or advise them. Why can't they probably apply for civil service work so that they will also probably uh, be in that problem these people are facing? They are just doing things as if nobody can challenge them. But we are going to challenge them for this work. They are not going to be given that humanity at all, and they are not going to enjoy that uh, life pension, whatever. We are going to. I remember Pastor Mackinde always talking about this position of uh, even Senator Dukula Musu. You cannot locate his office. You cannot even see him at any point in time. So uh, do we vote or vote for their servants there or himself? He comes home alone and then he winds and dies with all these hoodlums around him. You see, Nigerians should please wake up now. We need to wake up for our, to yeah. our responsibility. Thank you. All right. Well, I, I don't know <laughs> who wines and dines with who. Hello, good, good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? Yes. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Where are you? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, engineer Nino from Yaban, Lagos. Mm. Well, actual strike is what uh, strike my mind today. And we believe that our government should have listening ears. In as much as we want them to find a strike the balance, have shift ground both sides. But we look, our civil society and all the concerned uh, community that are supporting them, they ask you, and even the students, have reason to do so because of long, uh, what, what, what I can say, uh, insensitive, insensitivity of, of our government of the day. Government should do something about it and let these children, let our students, have shorter the normal time that they have they have paid for they have signed to, to spend in the school let them let, let them answer the issue and then give us peace in nigeria that's my own comment today god bless nigeria thank you all right Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. those are the numbers to call or to talk to us while we Take some of your thoughts on Facebook and of course Twitter in a bit. Hello. Hello, good morning. All right. Uh, we'll get back to the phone lines in a moment. Good morning. Hello. Uh, yes, good morning. Good morning, yeah. Good morning, Mr. Wally and uh, my dear brother, Mr. Darren. Yeah, my name is Folari Bolao from Shagarule. I want to have my take this morning <laughs> on uh, this uh, four scarcity of the thing. I think uh, it's not only the that we're going to bring it around. Because this, uh, uh, the the filling station too, they are doing some certain things now. Even if they are selling, they are going to put one sixty-five there or thereabouts, and they are selling one ninety-five, two hundred. They will be using calculator to calculate your stuff <laughs> after price. you know, you know, missing the stuff, you know. Yeah. So as it is now, even when we have the two, you can't be able to control it the way it's supposed to be. We are just using it to you know take some certain charges from us. You know what I'm saying? So. And lastly, to uh, what you call the, the ASU, I think ASU, I will still have, I mean, I appeal to ASU that they should try to rethink, you know, that they, they can't just look at the way government is. We have seen, you know, integrating in our government, you know, in a different sector. So it shouldn't be like maybe their own is different. They should just rethink and try to do something like a father or like a mother. Thank you. Good morning. All right. Thank you. All right. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. I greet you. And I greet the guests in the house. 
Okay. I am engineer Afolabi. I'm calling from Songo. Okay, talk uh, to us. Yes, you see, on uh, Asu, I watched uh, tel- the television where the meeting was held yesterday, and I saw Ngigi and the uh, and, uh, and a couple of the officers of the Asus. And when you watch Ngigi in his action, he's not serious about what is happening at all. In the sense that. And again, I want you're, you're, you're the, judging his body language or what? Yes, exactly. The body language. So when I look at him, I look at him as somebody who is so arrogant. <sighs> he doesn't take them as serious as the matter is. And when you look at the the the, the composition of that meeting, I suppose we're supposed to see the minister of education. We're supposed to see the minister of uh, of uh, finance. Those are the people that... Both ministries were represented at the meeting. But they are, they, it's only that was, uh, you know, talking with them, mediating with them, shouting as if things were uh, just uh, like that. And at the end of the meeting, the head of the ASU uh, that went there, look at it as, not, as you know, the, the, nothing is nothing is done at all. Okay. All right. So, I totally see you. where are we going from here? Thank you. Good morning. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, well, I, I don't know. It's a very interesting thing to you know, say about the minister, but he, he appears like um, I, do, I don't know what in, uh, in look on the street. Uh, he's say, witty. He appears um, yes, and he appears always chilled. He just <laughs> he's witty. Yeah. So maybe that that could be mistaken for not taking things seriously or maybe he doesn't take them seriously i don't know what do we know hello good morning what is it hello good morning yes good morning hi i'm rosie from isaliaki where with you hello where with you yeah is this a that, um... i think you're too close to your radio or you might have to turn it down hello uh-huh go ahead okay i think we've turned ourselves to a reactionary in nigeria we can no longer think right. Which is the reason why everything is going upside down every day. Look at the issue of petroleum. No one was punished, like our God said. No one was punished. And they had the God to tell the National Assembly that they imported the goods before. Uh, the and in, at the end of the day, it was an adulterated choice. Again, some of us, some of the human rights and the social dialogue that were protesting. I think it, it, it is not well. Why are they been are they been any time we they go out from market to market to another to, to educate people about what is going on in Nigeria? They do not do that, and they are protesting protesting for wars. The issue of fuel, all the labels they are selling. There are some people that are selling above two m naira now. Nobody do anything, and they are protesting protesting for wars. We need to we, we need to be a nationally and not a reactionary in Nigeria. Otherwise, they will continue to be like this. Thank you. Right. Um, th- thank you very much. But one has to say, you know, all these things you are saying, uh, uh, to, to put it in your work, or you're anybody still, you can also join the movement as yeah. well. You can join yeah. these groups. You can. I've I've, heard, I've seen individuals, you know, go on one so man no, protest. Yeah, so you know, they are making yeah. calls. So don't, don't make it seem like it's a problem of just one person. Uh, we all have a role to play. Hello, good morning. 
Okay. Uh, well, let's uh, mention some of your thoughts on Facebook just before we uh, get back to the phone lines. If we have the time this morning, we should be able to. Shoin Kajibola says, good morning. Let us discuss the increasing rate of car battery theft in the state. Major Lina Belkta, who is buying such stolen goods? Battery chargers are not sent in this act. Well, Zakaria <laughs> um, Alubatanibola uh, says, you need godly people to rule Nigeria before the good people can mount the leadership position. Good people need to vote them in. Um, it goes on to say, Jabu, go 28 years without Zoba. Congratulations. Oba has come. May the king live long and full of wisdom in Jesus' name. That's Zachariah. Uh, there are quite a number of others saying good morning. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, you're on Twitter uh, this uh, morning, uh, very, very quickly because of uh, time. Honorable Ademolak Evanga says, Congratulations to the people of Ijebu Go on the accession of the brand new monarch. May his reign all shine unprecedented prosperity into the town. As for the Russia Ukraine crisis, the world powers must prevail on Putin not to start the Third World War. Peace is what we want. Professor Abuela says, Why we don't enjoy strikes as ASU members, but when we are straight beyond our elastic limits, strikes have been the last option. The leadership of the National Assembly are now working to be receiving life pensions. And my salary as a professor of maths is less than 500k. What a country. <laughs> Edward Bayam says, Putin loathes and dread the idea of Ukraine joining NATO for obvious reasons. But this region warrants invasion of another sovereign nation under any pretense. I'm particularly worried about the safety of Nigerian students in Ukraine. I'm worried. There are quite a number of them there yeah. studying medicine, especially, and a couple of others. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yes, good morning. Quickly, sir. What's your name? Where are you calling? Good morning, Salai. Morning. I am MOK from United States of Marito. Mm. And I have a nice in the house. We are with Hades in Nigeria. As you FGA uh, up, get lucky again. I am appealing to Nigeria and National Association of Nigerian Students to hold on to their, to their threat of 28. Well, we lost that call, but um, all right. Well, we got the bulk of your point. He's saying asking the students to uh, the students are giving a seven day ultimatum to the federal government to sort out their issues with uh, the uh, the uh, with the strike electorates or face a protest and all. Well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll leave it there this morning uh, because of our time. I really would love to go on as far as uh, the calls are concerned, but. Uh, that's as much as we'll do. Uh, many thanks for your calls. Many thanks for your messages. I hope we uh, got to mention virtually all of them this uh, morning. Well, that's as much as we'll do. Mr. Falani, thank you really. Thanks for, for having me. God bless Nigeria. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us. That's the program this Thursday. We'll return Friday at 7. God willing, Wally Bakar is my name. Be safe, please. Good morning. <laughs>